0: My Belonging, Episode Number 6, Fragmentations, The Anguish of Belonging. In the Antilles' Fragments of Epic Memory, St. Lucian Nobel Laureate the late Sir Derek Walcott visualizes the Caribbean experience as broken pieces reassembled, as shattered memories remade, as a Shipwreck of fragments, echoes, shards of a huge tribal vocabulary, partially remembered customs, not decayed, but strong. Break a vase, he says, and the love that reassembles the fragments is stronger than that love, which took its symmetry for granted when it was whole. It is such a love that reassembles our African and Asiatic fragments the cracked heirlooms whose restoration shows its white scars. This gathering of broken pieces is the care and pain of the Antilles. And if the pieces are disparate, ill-fitting, they contain more pain than their original sculpture. Those icons and the sacred vessels taken for granted in their ancestral places. Antillean art is this restoration of our shattered histories, or shards of vocabulary, or archipelago becoming a synonym for pieces broken off from the original continent. In other words, Antillean Caribbean life is a work of art and art, as everyone knows is an act of creative will of innovation the epic story of the caribbean emerging from the pain of slavery and colonialism is not simply a recreation or a remaking of what used to be no it's a becoming it's the gathering of broken pieces into something new It's the restoration of shattered histories into a fresh story that bears witness to the truth that Caribbean people triumph simply by continuing to exist and evolve. This is agency, independence in its truest sense. It's the creative force and divine inspiration at their most compelling. To be broken and put back together again. Such is the anguish, the promise of belonging. But when I was a little girl, I often heard my mother say, a promise is a comfort to a fool. As a child, the world weariness in her words thankfully failed to penetrate the protective bubble of my creative imagination. It was only as I navigated adulthood that life's randomness and reversals revealed the wisdom in my mother's maxim. A promise is a comfort to a fool. Promise has two significant meanings. Promise has potential, possibility, hidden capability that hasn't yet been realized. I've heard, for example, that if you say someone has potential, It means they ain't doing nothing now. They might have ability, maybe, but it hasn't translated into action, into impact, into transformation. They have flair, but no form. Style, but no substance. Promise as potential. Then there's a promise as a vow, a pledge, an agreement, a bond, an obligation, a covenant that, from a spiritual and moral perspective, ought not to be broken. Some people go so far as to say a promise is a prison. Benjamin Franklin once warned, Promises may get the friends, but non-performance will turn them into enemies. Promises pledge. Broken promises have consequences. But that doesn't stop people from breaking them, which is why a promise is a comfort to a fool. The promise of the children of Caribbean independence speaks as much to our unrealized possibilities or potential as it does to our perceived obligation or bond to embody the ideals of the Pan-African liberation movements that helped give Caribbean islands sovereignty and autonomy and the Caribbean people the right to rule ourselves. Our independence movements pledged to correct the historical abuses, injustices and imbalances endured by the descendants of African slaves in the Caribbean. They promised to be the love that gathers our broken pieces the glue that reassembles our disparate, shattered, ill-fitting fragments and restores us to our new selves as Caribbean people. Not derivative, not apostrophes, not addendums, not character actors in other people's plays. Not decayed, but strong. Or independence movements pledged to enshrine the rights of working-class black people into law ensuring more humane labor conditions, access to better social services like education and healthcare, equal rights to those enjoyed by the white planter class, and economic enfranchisement for a race of people whose ancestors in the new world had no entitlement to ownership, leadership, wealth creation, or even to being treated as complete, self-determining human beings. Or independence movements were intended to birth a new kind of Caribbean citizen, the unbroken and unbowed leaders of free nation states. Of all these promises, widespread economic enfranchisement has remained elusive and, If we are being honest, there are members of the Caribbean's current leadership class, Black intellectuals, who have betrayed the promise of independence we are called to embody through our ancestral DNA. The failure to create and sustain an enlightened Black ownership and leadership class in the Caribbean means that independence remains an unfinished project, an unrealized dream one that is systematically crumbling under the weight of the complexities of a 21st century world. In order to maintain our current standards of living, in order to guarantee free education, healthcare, and other critical social services, in order to respect the rights of working class people, in order to ensure more humane labor conditions, in order to protect the principle of equal rights under the law, There must be widespread economic enfranchisement that enables the working classes to share ownership in the value that innovation and economic growth generate. None of the social advances the Caribbean has achieved since independence are sustainable without the ability of average Barbadians and Caribbean people to create measurable value and benefit directly from the creation of that value. Sadly, successive governments continue to kick the ball of economic enfranchisement to the next generation, even as they enable conventional holders of wealth to expand their spheres of economic and therefore political influence. So we see income inequality increasing at a rapid rate, accelerated by the recent global pandemic. The rich are getting richer, while the poor get poorer. And this is likely to worsen as artificial intelligence and other emerging technologies of the fourth industrial revolution re-engineer the world. So what are the options for the children of independence in the face of these reversals? The answer lies in the mystery of belonging.